Chapter 5 And begin by combining this name, Yahweh, at the beginning alone, and examine all its combinations, and move it and turn it about like a wheel, front and back, like a scroll. And do not let it rest, but when you see its matter strengthened because of the great motion, because of the fear of confusion of your imagination and the rolling about of your thoughts, and when you let it rest, return to it and ask it, until there shall come to your hand a word of wisdom from it. Do not abandon it. Abulafia, Hayah Hanefes, Manuscript, Mucan, 408, Folios 65a to 65b. The name of God, of course. I remembered the first conversation between Belbo and Diotalevi, the day Abulafia was set up in the office. Diotalevi was at the door of his room, pointedly tolerant. Diotalevi's tolerance was always exasperating, but Belbo didn't seem to mind it. He tolerated it. It won't be of any use to you, you know. You're not planning, surely, to rewrite the manuscripts you don't read anyway. It's for filing, making schedules, updating lists. If I write a book with it, it'll be my own, not someone else's. You swore that you'd never write anything of your own. That I wouldn't inflict a manuscript on the world, true, when I concluded I wasn't cut out to be a protagonist. You decided you'd be an intelligent spectator. I know all that. And so? If an intelligent spectator hums the second movement on his way home from the concert, that doesn't mean he wants to conduct it in Carnegie Hall. So you'll try humming literature to make sure you don't write any. It would be an honest choice. You think so? Diotalevi and Belbo, both from Piedmont, often claimed that any good Piedmontese had the ability to listen politely, look you in the eye, and say, You think so? in a tone of such apparent sincerity that you immediately felt his profound disapproval. I was a barbarian, they used to say. Such subtleties would have always been lost on me. Barbarian? I would protest. I may have been born in Milan, but my family came from Valdosta. Nonsense, they said. You can always tell a genuine Piedmontese immediately by his skepticism. I'm a skeptic. Now you're only incredulous, a doubter, and that's different. I knew why Diotalevi distrusted Abulafia. He had heard that word processors could change the order of letters. A text thus might generate its opposite and result in obscure prophecies. It's a game of permutation, Belbo said, trying to explain. Tamura, isn't that the name for it? Isn't that what the devout rabbi does to ascend to the gates of splendor? My dear friend, Diotalevi said, you'll never understand anything. It's true that the Torah, the visible Torah, that is, is only one of the possible permutations of the letters of the eternal Torah, as God created it and delivered it to the angels. By rearranging the letters of the book over the centuries, we may someday arrive again at the original Torah. But the important thing is not the finding, it is the seeking, it is the devotion with which one spins the wheel of prayer and scripture, discovering the truth little by little. If this machine gave you the truth immediately, you would not recognize it, because your heart would not have been purified by the long quest. And in an office, no, the book must be murmured day after day in a little ghetto hovel where you learn to lean forward and keep your arms tight against your hips, so there will be as little space as possible between the hand that holds the book and the hand that turns the pages. And if you moisten your fingers, you must raise them vertically to your lips, as if nibbling unleavened bread and drop no crumb. The word must be eaten very slowly. It must melt on the tongue before you can dissolve it and reorder it. 
and take care not to slobber it onto your captain. If even a single letter is lost, the thread that is about to link you with the higher Sephiroth is broken. To this, Abraham Abu Lafia dedicated his life, while your St. Thomas was toiling to find God with his five paths. Abraham Abu Lafia's Chochmat Chazeruf was at once the science of the combination of letters and the science of the purification of the heart. Mystic logic, letters whirling in infinite change, is the world of bliss. It is the music of thought. But see that you proceed slowly and with caution, because your machine may bring you delirium instead of ecstasy. Many of Abu Lafia's disciples were unable to walk the fine line between contemplation of the names of God and the practice of magic. They manipulated the names in an effort to turn them into a talisman, an instrument of dominion over nature, unaware, as you are unaware with your machine, that every letter is bound to a part of the body, and shifting a consonant without the knowledge of its power may affect a limb, its position, or nature, and then you find yourself deformed, a monster, physically for life, spiritually for eternity. Listen, Belbo said to him then, you haven't discouraged me, you know. On the contrary. I have a Bulafia, that's what I'm calling him, at my command, the way our friends used to have the golem. Only my Bulafia will be more cautious and respectful, more modest. The problem is to find all the permutations of the name of God, isn't it? Well, this manual has a neat little program in basic for listing all possible sequences of four letters. It seems tailor-made for Yahweh. Should I give it a whirl? And he showed Diotalevi the program. Diotalevi had to agree it looked cabalistic. Try it yourself. When it asks for input type Y, H, B, H, and press the enter key. But you may be disappointed. There are only twenty-four possible permutations. Holy Seraphim, what can you do with twenty-four names of God? You think our wise men hadn't made that calculation? Read the Sefer Yasira, chapter 4, section 16. And they didn't have computers. Two stones make two houses, three stones make six houses, four stones make twenty-four houses, five stones make one hundred and twenty houses, six stones make seven hundred and twenty houses, seven stones make five thousand and forty houses. Beyond this point, think of what the mouth cannot say and the ear cannot hear. You know what that is called today? Factor analysis. And you know why the tradition warns that beyond this point a man should quit? because if there were eight letters in the name of God, there would be forty thousand three hundred and twenty permutations, and if ten, there would be three million six hundred twenty-eight thousand eight hundred, and the permutations of your own wretched little name, first name and last, would come to almost forty million. Thank God you don't have a middle initial like so many Americans, because then there would be more than four hundred million. And if the names of God contained twenty-seven letters, in the Hebrew alphabet there are no vowels, but twenty-two consonants plus five variants. Then the number of his possible names would have twenty-nine digits. Except that you have to allow for repetitions, because the name of God could be Aleph repeated twenty-seven times, in which case factor analysis is of no use. With repetitions you'd have to take twenty-seven to the twenty-seventh power, which is, I believe, something like four hundred forty-four billion 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 four times ten with thirty-nine zeros after it. You're cheating. You're trying to scare me. I've read your Sefer Yasira, too. There are twenty-two fundamental letters, and with them, with them alone, God formed all creation. Let's not split hairs. Five at this order of magnitude won't help. 
If you say twenty-two to the twenty-second power instead of twenty-seven to the twenty-seventh, you still come up with something like three hundred and forty billion billion billion. On the human scale it doesn't make much difference. If I counted one, two, three, and so on, one number every second, it would take me almost thirty-two years to get to one lousy little billion. And it's more complicated than that, because Kabbalah can't be reduced to the Sefer Yisira alone. Besides which, there's a good reason why any real permutation of the Torah must include all twenty-seven letters. It's true that if the last five letters fall in the middle of a word, they are transformed into their normal variant. But not always. In Isaiah 9-2, for instance, there's the word Lemarbach, which, note the coincidence, means to multiply, but the mem in the middle is written as a final mem. Why is that? Every letter corresponds to a number. The normal mem is forty, but the final mem is six hundred. This has nothing to do with Tamura, which teaches permutation. It involves, rather, gematria, which seeks sublime affinities between words and their numeric values. With the final mem, the word Lemarbach totals not two hundred and seventy-seven, but eight hundred and thirty-seven, and thus is equivalent to Tatsal, which means he who gives profusely. So you can see why all twenty-seven letters have to be considered. It isn't just the sound that matters, but the number, too. Which brings us to my calculation. There are more than four hundred billion, 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 billion possibilities. Have you any idea how long it would take to try them all out using a machine? And I'm not talking about your miserable little computer. At the rate of one permutation per second, you would need seven billion, 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 billion minutes, or one hundred and twenty-three million, billion, billion, billion hours which is a little more than five million billion 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 days, or fourteen thousand billion 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 years, which comes to a hundred and forty billion 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 centuries, or fourteen billion 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 millennia. But suppose you had a machine capable of generating a million permutations per second. Just think of the time you'd save with your electronic wheel. You'd need only fourteen thousand billion billion millennia. The real and true name of God, the secret name, is as long as the entire Torah, and there is no machine in the world capable of exhausting all its permutations, because the Torah itself is a permutation with repetitions, and the art of Tamura tells us to change not the twenty-seven letters of the alphabet, but each and every character in the Torah, for each character is a letter unto itself, no matter how often it appears on other pages. The two Ches in the name Yahweh therefore count as two different letters and if you want to calculate all the permutations of all the characters in the entire Torah, then all the zeros in the world will not be enough for you. But go ahead, do what you can with your pathetic little accountant's machine. A machine does exist, to be sure, but it wasn't manufactured in your Silicon Valley. It is the Holy Kabbalah, or tradition. And for centuries the rabbis have been doing what no computer can do, and, let us hope, will never be able to do. Because on the day all the combinations are exhausted, the results should remain secret and in any case the universe will have completed its cycle, and we will all be consumed in the dazzling glory of the great metacyclosynchrotron. Amen, Jacopo Belbo said. The Otalevi was already driving him toward these excesses, and I should have kept that in mind. How often had I seen Belbo, after office hours, running programs to check Diotalevi's calculations, trying to show him that at least Abu could give results in a few seconds, not having to work by hand on yellowing parchment or use antediluvian number systems that did not even include zero. But Abu gave his answers in exponential notation, so Belbo was unable to daunt Diotalevi with a screen full of endless zeros, a pale visual imitation of the multiplication of combinatorial universes.
of the exploding swarm of all possible worlds. After everything that had happened, it seemed impossible to me, I thought as I stared at the Rosicrucian engraving, that Belbo would not have returned to those exercises on the name of God in selecting a password. And if, as I guessed, he was also preoccupied with numbers like thirty-six and one hundred and twenty, they would enter into it too. He would not have simply combined the four Hebrew letters, knowing that four stones made only twenty-four houses. But he might have played with the Italian transcription, which contained two vowels, with six letters, Iave, he had seven hundred and twenty permutations at his disposal. The repetitions didn't count because Diotalevi had said that the two hez must be taken as two different letters. Belbo could have chosen, say, the thirty-sixth or the hundred and twentieth. I had arrived at Belbo's at about eleven. It was now one. I would have to write a program for anagrams of six letters, and the best way to do that was to modify the program I already had written for four. I needed some fresh air. I went out, bought myself some food, another bottle of whiskey. I came back, left the sandwiches in a corner, and started on the whiskey as I inserted the basic disc and went to work. I made the usual mistakes, and the debugging took me a good half-hour, but by two-thirty the program was functional, and the seven hundred and twenty names of God were running down the screen. I took the pages from the printer without separating them, as if I were consulting the scroll of the Torah. I tried name number thirty-six and drew a blank. A last sip of whiskey, then with hesitant fingers I tried name number one hundred and twenty. Nothing. I wanted to die, yet I felt that by now I was Jacopo Belbo, that he had surely thought as I was thinking. So I must have made some mistake, a stupid trivial mistake. I was getting closer. Had Belbo, for some reason that escaped me, perhaps counted from the end of the list? Kasabin, you fool, I said to myself, of course he started from the end. That is, he counted from right to left. Belbo had fed the computer the name of God translated into Latin letters, including the vowels, but the word was Hebrew, so he had written it from right to left. The input hadn't been Iave, but Hevhai. The order of the permutations had to be inverted. I counted from the end and tried both names again. Nothing. This was all wrong. I was clinging stubbornly to an elegant but false hypothesis. It happens to the best scientists. No, not to the best scientists, to everyone. Only a month ago we had remarked that in three recent novels, at least three, there was a protagonist trying to find the name of God in a computer. Belbo would have been more original. Besides which, when you choose a password, you pick something easy to remember, something that comes to mind automatically. Ich verhehe, indeed. In that case he would have had to apply the notaricon to the Tamura to invent an acrostic to remember the word. Something like, Imelda has vindicated Hiram's evil assassination. But why should Belbo have thought in Diotalevi's cabalistic terms? Belbo was obsessed by the plan, and into the plan we had put all sorts of other ingredients. Rosicrucians, Synarchy, Homunculi, the Pendulum, the Tower, the Druids, the Anoia. Anoia? I thought of Lorenzo Pellegrini. I reached out, picked up her censored photograph, looked at it, and an inopportune thought surfaced, the memory of that evening in Piedmont. I read the inscription on the picture. For I am the first and the last, the honored and the hated, the saint and the prostitute, Sophia. She must have written that after Ricardo's party, Sophia. Six letters. And why would they need to be scrambled? I was the one with the devious mind. 
Belbo loves Lorenza, loves her precisely because she is the way she is, and she is Sophia. And at that very moment she might be— No, no good. Belbo was devious, too. I recalled Diotalevi's words. In the second Sephira, the dark Aleph changes into the luminous Aleph. From the dark point spring the letters of the Torah. The consonants are the body, the vowels the breath, and together they accompany the worshipper as he chants. When the chant moves, the consonants and vowels move with it, and from them rises chokmah, wisdom, knowledge, the primordial thought that contains, as in a box, everything, all that will unfold in creation. Chokmah holds the essence of all that will emanate from it. And what was Abulafia with its secret files? The box that held everything Belbo knew, or thought he knew, his Sophia. With her secret name he would enter Abulafia, the thing, the only thing, he made love to. But making love to Abulafia he thinks of Lorenza, so he needs a word that will give him possession of Abulafia, but also serve as a talisman to give him possession of Lorenza, to penetrate Lorenza's heart as he penetrates Abulafia's. But Abulafia should be impenetrable to others, as Lorenza is impenetrable to him. It is Belbo's hope that he can enter, know, and conquer Lorenza's secret in the same way that he possesses Abulafia. But I was making this up. My explanation was just like the plan, substituting wishes for reality. Drunk, I sat down at the keyboard again and tapped out Sophia. Again nothing, and again the machine asked me politely, Do you have the password? You stupid machine! You feel no emotion at the thought of Lorenza.